Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a first Friday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Merely it's here, though. brother, by the way. Valley bet. Yeah, I guess it is. It is, it here. is, here. It is here. Well, I didn't know. So it, I haven't, it, it no, is, no. but we've been told the, the copy not. is still coming soon. It's coming it's soon. Still coming soon. So I, don't, I don't, don't I ad lib. I think there's some the additional John things that are crazy. coming that we don't have in place quite yet. More it, things are coming. Keep it locked in yeah. a little bit. Um, this is a pure crud situation out there. Awful. This is March. This is why March beats me uh, every year because of this. Oh, yeah. This situation. You're 57. A tire is elite, though. Thank you. 57 downpour. Downpour. The whole way over here across the turnpike. Never stopped. Yeah. Um, just. <sighs> and then it's going to get cold. So all of this standing water is going to, it's not going to have time to saturate. So it's going to be standing. It's going to freeze. So there will be ice everywhere. And is that tonight when that happens, or is it going to be tomorrow? It's going to be 30s tonight, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to get even – it's not going to be awful over the next few days. It's just going to go back to feeling – Which is fine. More like the temperature should, 30s and 40s. I'm more concerned about the standing water freezing and then snow on top of that. I, I'm unaware of any snow currently. I think there is. Um, I need it to freeze because I'm tired of having to bathe my dogs twice in the morning before I come to work because the mud pit in my backyard is just Ugh. I put up the snow fence, doesn't matter. Apparently in my neighborhood, my mom, the official Nana, is walking around and said a tree fell down. Just rotten. It's extreme. It's extreme. The official Nana's out there walking. Yeah. Asa? So look at this. So a tree fell down and blocked the road. So then everybody tried to go through this, like, oh, no. mud on the grass, including the official Nana, which – and then she got stuck, and AAA had to come save her. Official Nana got stuck? Yeah, look Let at me that. look at this. Give me a look, look at, at Give me a look at this. Look at that. Look at the mud on oh, the tires. Oh, Nana. But she's out now. She's out and about now. AAA got her. She's gotten her car washed, oh, like, five no. times. Why – what was she thinking? I don't know. It's well, not, first of all, how did that – get her stuck because i think so many like... pe- there's so much mud to his point oh and i think so many far. people went through it and muddied it oh, up it became which by the way like mm, mm, i don't know that you can just because a tree's down like can you just drive on your neighbor's no, lawn you may no, not no that's that, what that, happened here oh this is neighbor lawn this well, is it's, a common ground it's it probably is what would be considered from the the curb lawn? i think i would it's say the curb lawn Sidewalk to curb is common. I don't see a curb though. It it's sidewalk it's to curb. That's the street right there. There really right. isn't a curb. So it's just it's grass to street. Basically, well, there's a, just a slight cement dip down, but, but yeah. not like a, a true firm curb. No, it's a which, it's a, which would curb this development situation and this situation. That's right. Yeah, <sighs> hate to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Um, yeah, it's brutal. I, so this is my first time with the pets. With this, oh buddy, my goodness. buddy Garrity is just a mess. He doesn't want to go out in this. No, he's not crazy about it. So you have to pull him out, incentivize with treats, so forth and so on. Um, now, you don't give him the treat until he does his business. Well, of course. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Many, I, people, I, I no, had no, three I, children. I, I, like, I, had, I know no, how I had to yell works. at my kids. Do the work and then you get the treat. That's I had to yell works. at my kids about this. I they were like, I'm children. giving you the treat to get you outside. Yeah. No, 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 no. You drag them outside. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's the operation is the operation happens, then the reward, and then that's how our, that's how it works. Um, we do this thing now where we're giving, when he comes in, it's a, it's, my wife's got these like wet wipes and we wipe down his paws and everything. And in the beginning he hated it. But then I found out if you incentivize anything with the treat, he's down. So now he sits there, he'll hand you a paw to clean, hand you a second paw to clean, and then you can go in, get a treat and away we go. So that's what's happening. So I have these, I have these mittens that are towels and they're like super like there's a a certain material all right a towel and you just dry dry their paws that way with as a mitt so your mitt your hand i like that yeah sounds like a real win that does feel like a win it's a quick 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 dry and in you go all right i like that i like that a lot uh so it's pure crud but apparently getting cold and then we'll deal with with all of that um it is a first Friday, as we mentioned. Our players are back in the building today for practice to take place within an hour. Um, a lot to play for for both teams. I mean, yes. revenge. First time beating Pittsburgh since, I don't know, was Chuck Knoll there the last time? Certainly Bill Cowher. That we swept him. Last sweep, right. Last yeah. sweep of Pittsburgh. 88. So Chuck Knoll. Has to be. It's got They've only had three coaches Cowher. in our life, so it's either. Noll. It's Knoll. It's Chuck yeah. Knoll at that time was the last time it happened. Yeah. Uh, Bernard crazy, quarterbacking that team. That's crazy. They've had three coaches. That's crazy. It's crazy they haven't been swept since 88. That's, Both of those things. Also that's more that disheartening like, than anything. Mike Tomlin honestly. hasn't had a losing season. And at two and six, they were dead and buried. Nope, not so fast. I, th- this was it for me. I was so confident that this was the year they'd fall off a cliff. I just I didn't love Pickett as a prospect. Still think he's mostly just fine. Um, although he played well in crunch time the last couple of weeks. But there, you, there's n- it felt like... This was kind of a hodgepodge lineup of old guys, young guys. Watt was out for a while. Right. They, it felt like if ever yeah. there was a year for them to go 5-12. and 12, This is it. By God, this is it. And honestly, from the fan base perspective, I would think that it would be like, hey, let's do that. Let's pick higher. Let's get some generational talent in here. Let's re, 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 yeah. recoup, this, recoup this thing a little bit. And instead, they're like, no, nah, actually, we're going to make a run at the postseason. And we're going to play three different yeah. quarterbacks. They played three quarterbacks this year to varying levels. I mean, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But they just grind out, and they won't go away. Um, and they're clutch. They're like Mike McD in uh, in Rounders. Yeah. Hanging around. Hanging, hanging around. around. That's it. It's then, a lot of that. And you make your around. move. Yeah, and then they do. And so they're they're there. So for us, there is uh, to take that away from them. I mean, to truly be we, – we've talked about this a lot before. To For it to truly be a rivalry, you have to take something from the other that matters. Uh, we beat them in a playoff game at their place a couple of years ago. That was pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, it was great. Um, but nobody was there. No one was there, I know. You were. I was there. How one many the people few. were there totally? Total number of people there. A thousand? And Two that, of my buddies somehow got That feels there. high. It was like yeah, a couple amazing. hundred friends and family from each team. And, well, and then, and then people somehow ended up in the locker room area, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> well, That's for another did. day. We just, just did. did. So did. were they all, like, was the 1,000 people or 200 people, they were all spread out? No, there was. Or were they, no. can, all lower bowl, I believe. There were people behind our bench and people behind their bench. That's and it. it wasn't even the whole lower bowl. It was like Do you think that not even a couple sections were filled. When you look back on, when we all look back on that, like, I think we've all kind it's all it's almost like just a blur because we were in that world for so long. Um, 
it's hard to believe that that stuff actually happened. Yeah. Now. Oh yeah, it's like playing in Ohio State, playing football games in front of nobody. Hard to believe. And football yeah. NFL games in front of nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Piped in sound, and it's interesting. Unless you were like you guys who are in the building, or the few people who were there in attendance. I'll be honest with you, you didn't feel that much of the impact of it on television. I watched all those games on television. I never went to any of them, obviously. Boy, you did live. And the, sure, the way that it was shot, <laughs> and the way that they piped in the crowd noise, noise and stuff. It was hard to notice that there was a, it wasn't sure. much different. The product was very similar. Well, they don't show the crowd often. No, no, and, and it's you can yeah. shoot it tight enough with yep. certain angles that it yep. almost there was a suspension of disbelief. Yeah, to it on television. Yeah, but the, in there, whew. I mean, don't forget the Baltimore game I went to. There was nobody to kick off the season. That's right. That like was totally literally empty. zero. Yeah, that was the like, weirdest you, experience <laughs> ever. I remember you guys saying that even two hundred helped. Yeah. If yeah. there were some some murmur. people making right, yeah, exactly. And we were one of the few stadiums, uh, because of the state of Ohio working with the Bengals and with the Browns, that we were allowed to have ten thousand, twelve thousand. Yeah, and I mean, we were on the high end for a lot of stadiums around the NFL. Ten thousand felt like a hundred after none. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said, that Baltimore game was the weird. It felt like I was on the set of a movie mm-hmm. that they were then going to add the sound and special effects into yeah. after the fact. Other than that, damn band. Oh yeah, the band was there. The Ravens right. band. <laughs> like you don't really don't even hear the Ravens band because there are humans there. Yeah, without right. them, they were quite annoying. Because I'm goes, pretty sure we were drubbed thoroughly. That goes back to the Colts days, right? That was their big thing was the band. I guess Washington had a band. Washington had a band, yeah, and they also have a pig man. I think they're on the right path with that pig. Only if they change the Red Hogs. Well, they are. I think they are. I feel like that's such wishful thinking. I don't understand how it's hard at all. Like, don't you just come in. Because you already said you're. you're, I understand, but who cares? Owner's an idiot. I'm with you. On you go. New guy come in. It's going to take him five years to build the new stadium at the old RFK site. We had John Kime on last week. It sounds like that's foregone. Like, you just need someone who can do it on their own. And that site's ready to go. That's the perfect site. You coincide that with the rebrand, and you just do it right, and you just become the Red Hogs, and you're done. You yeah. The pig guy's running around. That's a win. It's Nobody's awful. a hog except for Arkansas. He's an awful pig, man. It's an awful pig, but I mean, you know, what's the apex pig? Is it I don't Porky? Know. I felt like he could have a better snout than he did. I'm not a fan of his snouts, and I'm not a fan of his name, Major Tutty. I don't know what that means. Major Tutty, like touchdown, like Tutty. That's what they're going for. That feels Maybe. like you're trying too hard. I just real hard. I don't failing. understand. I gotta look at this thing to see why you're so. Usually, you're like, for a mascot. They, wh- yes, why wait I'm till against Major Tutty? Why wait till week seventeen to unveil him, dude? And this by is the, the way, same, you still have a home game this week. Give a. This is the same organization that unveiled the first retired Sean Taylor's jersey without anybody knowing until four days before. Remember that, and then and, and what a horrible botched yeah. then they put the statue of sean taylor and which, which is appeared to be like coat hangers yes and they don't even have like the visor or the face mask or the swag that taylor played with they had none of that on the statue that isn't a statue i mean they just screw everything up it's absurd by the way from nana i want to see this thing official nana update no you cannot go on your neighbor's tree lawn the policeman, so should she be arrested? The policeman let me know that. He went and asked Jill if she wanted to cite me. She said no. And I told all the people who came by afterwards and said, oh, yeah, I got through that. If it does become an issue of money, they'll need to step up. She doesn't think it's going to be a problem at all. And the problem for me was I was the last one going through, and I didn't realize how deep it would become. I'd seen other people go through and thought I could. 
Wacky Wednesday. Nana. All right, I'm looking at this pig. It's awful. So why is it? Why does it have a red hard hat on it? I don't know. Is he? I suppose. Is it like a patent thing he's going for? Is that we're tying back into commanders? Even we have so many mixed messages from a branding. They need to hire the ambassador. Cool. Somebody come lock that thing up a little bit. They can hire us right now. We're giving them well, we free. Could, we could, advice this is free. Right That's now. true. So they've got. So I'm guessing it's a patent helmet is what he's going for. He's got a big grin. And a pig can go from being cute to horrifying really quickly. But doesn't he need more verticality Pronounced in his snout? snout? His snout is so flat. It's quite pointed. Yeah. It's weird. He's got the, he's got flippers, too. He kind of looks, honestly, if you looked at his hands, look at his hands. He looks like the penguin. It's awful. It's not, it is not great. Like, it's going to terrify children. It is going to terrify. Like, my kids would be terrified if that thing went running down. You remember how Bootsy felt about when he saw Chomps. Chomps, yeah. He was, he was in tears. So happy. With joy. Um, this guy would. This is not. This is nightmare this ain't fuel, it. this guy. This ain't it. The other thing that's crazy about it is, is so the, the pig, the pig man is in the old uniform. Like, it has the old uniform stripes on both the sleeves and the socks and the pants, even though they ditched all that. Yeah. Did you notice that? Look, it's the Gibbs era. Yes. Striping. So are they going? <laughs> are they going back to it? <laughs> like, by the way, it should have just said on his jersey that R. Of course. And it should just have a uh, Red Hawks. And you're done. They're such a mess, whether it's behind the scenes or on the football field. They announced today Taylor Heineke's back as the starter. Oh, Sam Howell is also slated to play. Well, did you see today's practice report from them? And I realize we're not doing commies daily. Thank God. Which that could air in a lot of countries, commie daily. Um, but instead, <laughs> they uh, Sam Howell got the first reps. Yeah. What? So what? Just they're going to play him. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to play him. The former. By the way, did you also see that Rivera admitted the day after that he'd actually it was true? He did not know they could be eliminated from the playoffs. Here's the thing on that, real quick. Knowing how these dudes operate, I could see how he was just. We're going to go win. I haven't even given thought to what anyone else is doing around the league. Yeah, but you know what you, I mean. You would know. I just think you would know that. Like, I I, to be fair, Kevin Stefanski sometimes doesn't know who they play the week after whatever game. Yeah, they're, they're so in. Dialed they're so dialed into, into winning that game. Yeah. And I think that's what he that's what he was saying. But I think at that point you would at some point there'd be a question. Okay, like what's the deal here for us? Yeah. Yeah, you would. You would think that would be. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going on. I mean, this pig's unbelievable. It's awful. <laughs> it really a, is. It's a rotten. When you pig. get a, when you get a close look at this hog, it's a full day. Um, the latest on Demar Hamlin, progressing nicely, stable, stable, critical but stable, critical but stable. The oxygen levels we were are that's an enormous step. that he can start to breathe that on he his, can start to breathe on or his mostly. own. Mostly, yeah. yeah. The first thing you wanted to do, any been in those situations, is the faster, the, the higher percentage you can breathe on your own, the quicker the better. And so it feels like all positive news is coming um, out of there on that side of things. Um, that game has not yet been scheduled. Cincinnati, I'm not talking about Cincinnati-Buffalo, I'm talking about Cincinnati-Baltimore, has not been scheduled. It's still a two TBA. We, if it's a 425, the thinking was it was going to be for the AFC North. If it's at one, then not. So the only way it would not be is if the Bills-Bengals game from, last, from Monday night is washed out. Even so, though, they wouldn't know that it was for the t- – the Bills would have had to beat the Bengals for that to even be a possibility, and there's no way that game's getting played before this game. No, no. Right? That's my point, yeah. is that the, that, that game, beca- because of what's happened, the fact that they haven't rescheduled that game means that they haven't figured out what they're going to do yeah. with this yet. 
uh, because they could put it at one and look, Balt Cincinnati won the division. And that's it. The game didn't happen. It's it's a it's an off game. None of the networks have released their their broadcast crews. Right. We do not know who's doing our game yet. We've heard some rumblings, but we nothing official. It, it's it's wild and it's it's an unprecedented situation and it's the fact that we don't know obviously because all that matters is Demar Hamlin right so of that's what they're trying to figure out and then the mental health and emotional health and physical health of these teams yeah how to figure out then the the fact that it happens now and there isn't a bye week later on to make it up like in the COVID years when sometimes teams would get wiped down they say all right we'll just cancel this game we'll move it to here yeah. there is there that doesn't exist yeah. And you're seeing it's definitely affecting a lot of things, right? Like it impacts it impacts a lot of things around the football world, and and whatever they decide is going to be fine. Ben Albright said on his show in in Denver last night that there is, it's not he's not didn't say it's happening, but he said there was there is talk of calling that game null and void and never not replaying it and having. You know, based on the outcomes of the Week 18 games, if everybody wins, say that the Bills win, the Bengals yeah. win, and, and all of that, and they all had going into that game the opportunity to be the number one seed, like random generating the number one seed amongst those top three teams, like using a random number generator for the seeding, which I would. So Jay Morrison mentioned that to me this morning when I was talking to him, covers okay. the Bengals on the Athletic, uh, that there was that that was being tossed around. He also said that, uh, and I hadn't heard this anywhere else, and he wasn't saying that it is fact, but he he said that. It, he did think that there was a possibility that the NFL was going to see how DeMar handled the next couple of days to before they maybe even postponed the entire schedule this weekend, that they were kind of waiting on that to see. And I was, I thought, wow, that's, you got to go because there are games Saturday. Yeah. So that's tomorrow because you're going to fly tomorrow for Saturday Two what is there four games Saturday? Two, two. Just two four teams, Saturday. four teams, but and we. I had this actually in the next segment. Florio going through his scenarios. I printed them out for you guys if you want them over there. Number four was an interesting one. Um, under the approach, week eighteen was would proceed as scheduled. The following weekend, the NFC wild card games we played along with Bills Bengals. The next weekend, the AFC wild card games would be played. The NFC would get the weekend off. Then the rest of the playoffs would unfold without the bye week between the conference championships and the Super Bowl. So the NFC would play wild card weekend. All the AFC teams would be off except Buffalo Cincy. The following week, the NFC teams would be off AFC wild card weekend and then into the divisional well, and right before, right above that, option three, he paints out what Morrison said to me, which was postpone exactly. week 18 a week. Push it all back a week. But it feels like Hamlin is progressing positively, and I think that was probably in the – Push the entire 18 every yes, schedule? We like no football no, like this week. Like we don't week. play this weekend. Nobody, Nobody does. does. We'll see on down the road. Yeah. But it that, to me, felt like it was more along the lines of if it went tragic with Hamlin, like worst right. possible scenario. Um, right, right, and as right, he is right, trending right. in a positive way, but Morrison said that to me this morning. So um, that they're kind of in a holding pattern. Yeah, hmm. I, I mean, I, I would think by the by late day today, there's got to be an A plan and a B plan because, again, as you said, you have teams traveling tomorrow. They will leave at yeah, two o'clock Eastern time. Right. To travel, most it's all divisional games, so it's not like you're flying across the country. 
but there are that's the window you're in. Correct. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot that needs to be sorted out on that side of things. And of course, the most important thing is that Hamlin continues to progress and positively so. Uh, it feels like that's headed that way. Um, Coach Defense is going to be available in about 10 minutes. We will have that for you. We're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, the official printer partner of your Cleveland Browns, will depend on the Browns to win. You can depend on OBM because they'll tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. Mr. Zagura? I'd like you to go to the 130 section of the rundown. I know it's a bit premature, but that's sure. going to be Kevin Spansky. I'd like you to can – you, can you look at the third bullet point? I feel like I'm under siege. I don't you understand are a, it. A bit, a bit atta- you are attacked. I – I'm going to have to marinate on that relentless before because I I am not burgundy. I'm not, I don't read what's in the prompter. Please don't. So they'll be. Don't worry. There's an airing of grievances. There will be. Oh my god! Really? The fact that the person that I'm married to is overjoyed with me, and we I, talk through this entire scenario so together. Sure. I'm a hundred percent sure because I can tell you what a lovely time we had. <laughs> I look forward to this segment. All right, I do too. I, we can I bring her in. Yesterday was not the here. time, but today, today could be. We're rolling okay. right through that stuff. Can so. I play? Can I be Judge Wapner on this? Yes. Make yes. final jur- jurisprudence on this, please. Okay. Um, both the Panthers and Broncos have reached out to Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. He met with the Panthers yesterday about their coaching vacancies. There's a guy named John U. Bacon who's a best-selling author. He's in the Michigan Ohio State documentaries. He's phenomenal. And if he says it about Harbaugh, write it in stone with a Sharpie. Chisel it, if you will. Um, and he said that if Harbaugh's offered, he'll go. So if, if he's offered, he's gone. It's the perfect time for him to go. He's hit the ceiling at Michigan. He's won two Big Ten championships. He's beaten Ohio State in back-to-back years, something three years ago no one in the world would have thought. Three years ago, he took a 50% pay cut <laughs> to stay at Michigan because they were so dissatisfied with what he's doing. Um, and he flipped all of that. Um, so now is it's the perfect time for him to go. He said when he took the job that he'd be there seven years and then he'd probably want to wet his beak again in the National Football League. Um, it is amazing how he went from the last two years, if I'm available, if anybody wants to hire me, to I saw our buddy Ben Albright uh, tweeting about this earlier in the week, that there's like a Harbaugh sweepstakes, that he's that wanted. <laughs> what? It's amazing. Like you beat Ohio State a couple of times and it's – Away yeah. we go. I guess that's of it. Course. But it's – I don't know. Uh, Bacon also said that it has more to do not necessarily with Michigan or NIL or salary or money or any of that, but rather just he wants to be disillusioned the, with college football. He wants to be back in the big dance. He doesn't want to recruit kids all the time. He doesn't want to set up NIL deals with kids all the time and all that. He's probably the opposite of Urban Meyer. When Urban Meyer in that preseason game went and was like, it's all football? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, that's the operation. It's the NFL. Yeah, that's what we do. And he's like – I can't do that. I can't do that. Harbaugh's yeah. like, it's just football? Yeah. Let's go. Yes. Yes, I can right do the on. football part. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. So uh, my hunch is he'll he'll get a job. I think Indy would probably be interested in him as well. I mean, he played there, captain comeback, the whole thing. Um, of course. Coach, Coach Stefanski's press conference coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. <laughs> 
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family owned and operated. Will you join them as a customer, as an employee? You'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. How many games are there this week? Coach Stefanski will be, be uh, joining momentarily with his press conference. How many games this week have this scenario we do where there's a playoff on the line? It feels like there's quite a few. So the, there's three at one time. So the the Bills are playing the Patriots. Yep. Yep. Dolphins are playing the Jets. Okay. And the Steelers and us, all three of those games are intertwined. Um, yes, right. If the Patriots win, they're in. They're in. Everybody else is done. Jets, Dolphins, Steelers are done. But you feel like, I mean, I mean, it will be the dog in that game. But so Buffalo's if the Patriots lose, if the Dolphins. Right. Well, we'll here's finish. Coach at the podium. My thoughts, my prayers, uh, our team's thoughts, our team's prayers are, are with DeMar and his family and, and his family, his football family, and, uh, you know, Coach McDermott, Coach Frazier, his teammates, uh, just thinking about all, all those guys. So sending our best wishes, sending our prayers to them because that's, that's what we can do right now. Um, you know, so it's uh, our players are, are all processing. I think all of us are in different ways. We have uh, people here uh, for them should they need anybody to talk to. But, uh, again, tough, tough, uh, tough times for um, this young man. And, and we're, we're obviously pulling for him. Um, with that, you know, got to transition to uh, doing our job, and, and our job this week is uh, playing on the road at, at a good football team, uh, you know, well-coached, bunch of good players, a uh, team we know well, division opponent, all that. So um, we know we have our work cut out for us, so that's what this week is about, having our best uh, work week, and that's where our focus is. And with that, I'll take any questions. Kevin, how do you kind of balance turning the page to football, but also letting guys process yeah, it's kind hard. of feelings? Yeah, on this? I don't know if there's a right answer to that, Dan. I think uh, you know, giving guys space, giving guys a forum, giving them an opportunity, and letting them know that there are people uh, that will listen, including me and, and whomever else, professionals. Uh, but we also are, are here to work. Um, have you talked to either of the coaches from the Monday night game? I have not. In I was watching that game. Do you put yourself in that spot and think how you would have handled such a? I think all of us do, uh, and and I, you know, not surprised that Zach and Sean were how they were. Uh, those are two unbelievable people. Uh, you know, I mentioned Coach Frazier is there as a defense coordinator. I saw Leslie, uh, you know, in in the in this. So, yeah, I mean, that's who those guys are. Were you watching live, Kevin? I was not. Kevin, have any of your players said they're not sure if they're ready to practice or to play this week? No. I know the guys said you talked to the team. Did you have like an open discussion? Yeah, I've talked individually to a bunch of guys. I, of course, open it up to anybody who wants to talk. But you know, I think biggest thing is making sure that there are professionals here. We, we're blessed to have people here every single day. Uh, you know, so we we have the resources here. A message to your guys when you opened with that. Yeah, again, Mary Kay, I think it's it's uh, everybody processes it this a little bit differently. Uh, our everything about this is just praying for this young man and and for his family. That's that's what we can do. That's what we are doing. 
regards to the resources available, I guess how important was it for you guys to kind of quickly get that in place so that there are people here in the building for them? Yeah, we let the guys know that um, the days are running. Uh, but yeah, we let them know uh, very early on that there were people that were available. Do you feel like you have to check in with your players just throughout this week as the situation unfolds? Because you said everyone deals with things differently. Maybe one player wants to deal with it on his own. Maybe there's groups that want to talk about it. Yeah, I think it's to your point, it's just being available. You know, they know where my office is. They know their coaches are here for them. Uh, you know, I, I think the entire NFL world is processing and, and working through this uh all of sports you know all of us uh, i'm sure so just being available how do you deal with the you know the sobering reality with your players this week of just that reminder to them of how vulnerable they are and how this is such a dangerous thing they're doing yeah uh, you know I, I think that's it's hard because i don't want to get specific to this situation. I want to be respectful of this situation, but um, again, our players, uh, they know how I feel about them and how, how they, they battle. What's it been like from your guys' perspective, like seeing the outpouring of support, like not only from across the league, but that his GoFundMe has now raised over like $6 million. Yeah, I mean, it's the human spirit. You know, I think it's it's a great uh, reminder of that. I, you know, you don't need to hear it from me. Obviously, there's plenty of people that have have uh, spoken about this and uh, eloquently, but uh, it's it's impressive to watch. Have such a tough conversation with your team, but then at the same time you flip the switch and have to be like, hey, here's our game plan for this weekend. Yeah, well, I, again, I, I don't know that there's a right way to do all of that. Uh, first and foremost, you just are respectful of the situation. Every single one of us is thinking about this young man and his family. Um, and then we're also going to do our job, and, and we're doesn't mean we're going to stop thinking about that. You, you talked about viewing it through the lens of a coach, but have you viewed it also through a lens as, as a father? You know, imagine, you know, yeah. that kind of. Yeah, it's hard. And, you know, we should not need, uh, you know, I just think perspective is uh, an, a thing that we all need in our lives. Any changes to the work week, schedule-wise? Uh, we're doing exactly what we did last week, so no. Is there any uncertainty about whether there will be a game on Sunday? I don't. Uh, no one's told me that, Scott. So I'm sure the appropriate people discuss those things, but I expect to play Sunday. We talked about the human spirit, and Ashley mentioned it, but one of the big topics has been NFL brotherhood and how this league has really banded together. What does that mean? for you as a coach and what it looks like for the Browns? Yeah, I mean, I've seen certainly seen that. And uh, <laughs> these guys, they spend a lot of time together. It's, you know, it's the blood, sweat, tears. It's, it's all of that. So uh, it's a very close, this locker room is very close. Uh, and then across the locker rooms, uh, the NFL, they really do do a great job, the players, uh, of, of banding together and, and, and sharing uh, with each other and, and making sure that you, you have the support of the entire league. Once you get through today, that um, I mean, practice will probably be normal as far as you know the way it's laid out. But you think once you get through today, things will get more back? To I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think 
our focus again, Jeff, is is on the personal aspect. Of this this young man who's who's battling, uh, and and his family, and then you know we'll, we'll worry about today. For for Pickett, outside of the Baltimore game that he got knocked out of, they've won the four straight that he's been in. He's had a QBR over eighty in all four. Just what have you seen as quarterback that has played his best football? Probably? Yeah, uh, very good young player. Uh, Athletic, uh, can make all the throws, has, has played well in big moments. Um, they're a little bit different uh, than the last time we played him because uh, he's just a little bit different, but really, really good young player. Pre-practice injury report, probably DMP today. Just where, where are they at? What are your expectations for you know later this week as far as hoping they could? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, not rolling either one out. Uh, we'll see how the week goes. Hard to say. Happened um, when he's trying to take on that block? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Najee Harris, they seem to be just hammering the ball of late. Um, does Reggie Ragland give you a little more comfort having size in the middle of this defense? Yeah, I think, as you see, Tony, Reggie does bring that element to the game. I mean, you saw it on display this past Sunday. Um, He's a physical football player. We know when you're playing the Steelers, it's a physical football game. They they uh, they do a nice job in their run game. Big physical running backs, uh, a varied scheme. So you expect that you're going to have to play a very physical 60 minute game. You know, this is something to evaluate after the season. Franklin uh, is so much bigger than any other linebacker you have. Will it cause? to rethink the makeup of that position group? Yeah, <laughs> to your point, yes, those are all things that you'd think about after the season, but uh, I real, I do, I'll tell you, Reggie's brought a good, uh, just a good uh, spirit to the locker room, just be, having him around the building. So I think he's a good football player, excited to have him, but also nice to have a, a, a veteran, um, a guy who's kind of been around and seen different things. So he, he's fit in very well with our locker room. Five and six. Just when you watch them on film, what, what makes them so resilient as a team? You know, they've done a nice job. They play good complementary football. Um, you know, just looking at them across the board offensively, I think they're, they're playing really well. I think the young quarterback's doing a nice job. They have playmakers on the perimeter, tight ends, running backs, you name it. Defensively, uh, you know, Watt is back, and, and he looks the same to me. He's, he's affecting games. Uh, so I have a ton of respect for what they do from a schematic standpoint. Good football players. Uh, so it, it's going to take a complete game uh, to try and win this one. All right, there's Coach Stefanski at the podium uh, discussing you know, much of much of that there as, as you felt it probably would be uh, on DeMar Hamlin and the way that, that that has been handled and the effect that it's had on every NFL team, in, in, including our own here. Um, from a practice standpoint, no Conklin, no Ward at practice today. Are we? We're inside, right? I would imagine so. so. Yeah. As opposed to in this, look, it's still pouring out there. Yeah. You all right? Good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. Um, so that, that's what you have. Most of it was on the Hamlin situation, and then and then a little bit uh, on the Steelers and and what could to be expected. Uh, in that game this week, physical and an opportunity to take something from them, which would be pretty sweet, I think, for the fan base and and certainly for the players on this team. Yeah, pretty sweet and something, as you mentioned, very significant. And obviously you can end their season. The last time that we went to, you know, Pittsburgh in the last game of the season was in 2020, 
and mm-hmm. we beat them. It was the playoff game. Obviously, the season and regular season ended at our house. Mason Rudolph started that game. Uh, we got into the playoffs. Jim gave the iconic call about the only thing missing is all of you, and then we call, went there. Man. It was unbelievable. Still to this day, just elite. It and is. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, one of the great joys I have, and it, it's funny now because we get to see like a lot of the big calls. They're obviously they're recording them all, and the Browns put them out. But a lot of time, I'm just like saying they're like smiling at him because <laughs> he's so good, and it's just so fun to hear what he says and the infectious nature of it. And I'm very cognizant of letting him say everything he wants to say, even letting him pause in case he wants to go throw a little more in there because it's so fun. And but a lot of times on those videos, I am just sitting there like smiling at him, and then I'll and then I'll usually turn around and give me and smile, and give me maybe a fist bump, but that's about it. He's um, I think what makes him so special, and I don't know if there will be. You know that that his generation, Jim's generation of play caller, was influenced by the most important generation of play callers, right? The guys who were the voices, almost like the voices of God for your youth. Whether it was base, typically it was baseball because it was yep. 162 games. Um, so it's it's you know those voices, Jack Buck, Vin Scully, Ernie Harwell, those voices influenced Jim's generation, absolutely. Um, our generation, which is a generation younger than Jim's. Um, we don't have those quite the same. There, there are those iconic voices, but we didn't spend entire summers tuned to the radio the right. way that his did as a constant backdrop of our activities throughout the course of a summer. Um, and so it's a very different relationship we have with the play-by-play duty. I don't know if you'll see Jim's style is very much a traditional iconic style. Yeah, I don't know if you listen to the way that a lot of the NFL is called now, whether it's on radio or TV, especially on radio where it's so much explaining has to be done. It's transitioned to a very different style. Uh, I prefer Jim's. No doubt. And I prefer the traditional style. But you also hear, I mean, who are the guys that we play? The guys in Cincinnati, think how they do it. Uh, The guys in Minnesota, the way that they operate. Um, You know, when you think about that next group that is that's starting to, to work its way in. It's a very different tone and way of going about it, its business than Jim's is. The way that he does it, and as I'll, I'll quote my good friend Beatbox, it's he paints a rich tapestry. Mm-hmm. And he has genuine, because you can't fake it, genuine passion, genuine emotion, genuine excitement. And so it's awesome to be along for mm-hmm. the ride with that but that's what he does and i agree with you i you wonder you know if ever if it'll it's always like what you your formative years was always the best right absolutely so whatever you of grew course. up with you're like that's nostalgia the nostalgia is course. a powerful powerful emotion man that's right that's uh, where there were that whole that show the i think it was the watchers or the watchmen or whatever it's based upon there was like a a drug that somebody created called nostalgia that if you took it you could relive any memory or moment in your life which yeah, I feel like that would be a real hot commodity. That, yeah, <laughs> it, it turned out it was in the show as well, and and ruined some people. So, but yeah. no, you're right, and and I think that's what that's what makes it great. And and for me, just having the opportunity to be there and be like a part of it, and be you know a little side to the to the team, you know, the Robin to his Batman is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's Commissioner Gordon. In that analogy, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Well, he has. He's to be. the head honcho. He's the head honcho. Then he's got to be Commissioner Gordon. He, I would think he would be. Would he? He's not Alfred. 
Alfred gets all the toys. Alfred makes all. Alfred is pretty. Are you Alfred or are you Commissioner Gordon? Broadcast? Yeah. I mean, my job is to make them all as comfortable as possible and get them whatever they need. So So that would be he buttles. Now critical, critical. You do not besmirch Alfred. I mean, he's the whole operation. Without Alfred, there is no operation. Yeah, I mean, he's the yeah, yeah. So there's that. Occasionally, I've got to pull a commish duty if someone talks after I tell them to go to break. Well, that's on this show, though, isn't it? No, it happens no. on there, and oh, it's not no. just me. It's also hasn't. It's not only been me. I not didn't you. say. Did yeah. I? Yeah. No. Boy, I mean, was it wrong to insinuate boy. that it was a shot at you? Of course, you know, they're all shots. They're I all shots. I didn't. Uh, I it's didn't say of, anything. The only thing that anything. I've ever done wrong in that regard was my uh, when we came back from the ten second, and I said abs, and then I realized we were back, and I stopped talking. Bo. I give him the 10 seconds, stand by. Stand by, yep. Five seconds, stand by. Sure. When I hit the 10, stop talking. That's it. You Everyone it knows, except Zagura, who just rolls yeah. right on through the what stop set. Well, typically, yeah, I, had, I, have an under, I have an understanding of 10 seconds. It was like, I get it. Right. But in this case, I forgot that we weren't. Like, hold on. In this case, I forgot that we hadn't gone to an actual commercial. It was a legal ID. It was uh, a legal ID. Legal so, ID. like, I in my mind, we had gone to, like, a commercial, and I was <laughs> something had like, happened that was really? very funny, and I was going to comment on it. Not even for the broadcast. It was an attempt to broadcast. It was an attempt Spano to just and I to just him. look at each other and look at him and just go, what are you doing? Come on. I didn't even get to the second syllable. Great recognition. Like, I was like, as I dropped this on, give it a, like, I was like, Andre's a big cat Galarraga. Oh. Great oh, reflexes. That, yeah. yeah. The big just cat. Just lightning quick. Yeah. Love it. Was he was great. Good. How come there aren't cool nicknames like that anymore? No Berman. Yeah. I mean, he's around. I understand. I mean, there's prime time, but I feel like some of the streaming. times the nicknames that he throws, even in like the fast team, they're just not, it's not what it you used to be. You have to understand that when Berman was doing that in, at his apex, it was curated over sports center after sports center after yeah, yeah, prime yeah, time right. after prime yeah. time after it was so many the, the like, same yeah. sports center aired for five straight hours yeah like it was the same <laughs> you'd get hit with that my least favorite though is a kid growing up in the bay area mcguire it was mark eve of destruction mcguire which was referencing some like rock song that he I mean, was a lot of it was that and i was like yeah this is mark mcguire like we can't a lot have of like, eagles eve of destruction 70, yeah I don't what? he's a bash brother Yes. Leave it at that and let's oh, go. Oh, gosh. That poster was – that Costico's poster was adorned in my adorned my room elite. Those were, those remain elite. Oh, my goodness. For sure. Yeah. They're still around. Uh, what did you do yesterday What that, did I, that makes you not a good husband? Nothing yesterday. He's, I, go ahead. I'll, I'll allow him to talk first, and then I'll talk. Okay. I felt the need to bring this up and address right. this. I've got my notes. I'm ready to judge. So, Zagura. Yep. Um – uh, counsel, if you would please refer to the uh, defendant as Mr. Zagura or Nathan. Thank How you. How about Nathaniel? Not my name. Not even my legal name. Overruled. Thank you. Sad. So Nathan. <laughs> that just sounds. Strange. We we you know Saturday we mm-hmm. flew out yep. at uh, around two fifteen two thirty. Okay. Flew to Baltimore. Bust up to Landover, Maryland, where we spent the night. On the campus of the University of Maryland. Yep. Night before a game. Mm-hmm. All true so far. I reach out to Nathan. I said, hey, you know, would you like to join us for dinner? You know, some oh, of the dinners. travel party goes. We yeah. Try New to, Year's I, Eve. I found a spot a that was open. Would Most you like places to are open New Year's Eve, to be fair. Not in Landover, Maryland. You can't get into them, but they're open. Not in Landover, Maryland. Really? Because of the college or what? What would yeah. be the? Basically. 
I found one bar that was open. It was a college bar. I would have been the oldest by a good fit 15 to 20 years, and they wanted a $35 cover to get into a dive bar. Right. I was like, so eh. Gibby Well, it was finds... a college bar with, like, thousands of people there. Yes. Yeah. So we found a restaurant to go to. Okay. It was nice. I reach out, and he, he says, hey, I appreciate the invite. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my buddy is in town. Buddy's in Vince town. soon. Yeah. Who just got married. By the way, shout out to both of them. Lovely yeah, couple. I never met they them They were great. We have yeah. a buddy in town. Um, yeah. Great. I, did, I was not aware that there was a fourth member of the party until later on in the night. Okay. Well, right we're now the, I count. We're at, okay, so it's Nathan. Right. Nathan, and two buddies. No, Nathan, buddy soon, and his wife. His wife okay. And uh, I did not know that Miss K Ms. was K. coming. All right. So yeah. Miss K is the fourth. Mm-hmm. So. We're at the hotel bar watching the Buckeyes game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nathan walks in Nathan. at about 11.15 with Vince, his beautiful wife, and Miss Kay. Yeah. Okay. And Gibbe's had a few. Responsibly. Or, or but he's had I a few. was going to say, I, I, was, I was under control. Everyone was. Okay. Yeah. Well, not So everybody. we're at 11.15 on Saturday in this story, Maybe and we have, we have nothing that disparages you in any way. Hold no. on. He's, he's setting this so is So he walks in setup. with Miss Kay. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm like, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. She goes, hey, I got up this morning and drove here, to which I stop. I turn and look at Nathan, and I said, wait a minute. You let oh, your wife drive by herself from Ohio to Landover, Maryland, yep. While you flew on the charter jet? Okay. Is that it? He said, yeah. Is that it? And I said, that's a pretty big fail by you. All right. As a husband, you should have ridden with your wife. Okay. So this or is, driven this is not a grievance, in fact, that is being filed by Miss Kay, but rather one no. that is being brought to my I attention felt, by and Prosecutor Gibbe. And you're represent you're representing all failed spouses in this litigation. In this, it's a class action. It's class action suit. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I so, just felt like someone Mr. someone wrote on the charter. Flight Mr. Gibbs, can you can you give me to your best guess what the distance and time of travel it would take? Five hours, maybe six hours. Very good. About five forty-eight. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, five and a half. Five and a half uh, is is the drive on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Gibbs does. When do I get to talk? You'll have the floor in a second. Thank you, Mr. Gibbs. Do you have uh, Do you have any anything in your findings uh, in terms of no, the knowledge of does Miss K like to drive? I, I don't. Okay. So okay, I don't. I mean, clearly Come she does because she she spent five hours and forty eight minutes driving up and five hours forty eight minutes driving okay. back. So okay. Okay. I would okay. I would think that okay. you have a love of driving. I just wanted to have that on the record, Mr. Zagura. So, yes, Miss K did drive mm-hmm. to the College of You're, Maryland. That's not in dispute. That is not in dispute. She does love to drive. In fact, every time we drive anywhere together, and this is crazy for me, she wants to drive. Now, yeah. I would say I allow it. Not allow it. I say sure. You acquiesce. 90 plus percent of the time, and I've never she's been driven like a, by anybody. So she's like a chauffeur. That's amazing. It's a, I think it's great. It's fantastic. I've never been driven Do by you anybody. you sit in the front or back? Front. Be amazing. Yeah. But I do, initially, in the relationship, I felt like Larry David. I don't have an identity in the passenger seat of my own car. I didn't understand I, it. I don't and pro- Larry David weird. was unhappy with that. And But then I was like, you know what? I don't have to do anything other than sit here. True. 
Yeah. Which is also true lots of times driving my car anyway. Because the way that it's built. Yes. But, no, she loves to drive, first of all. So that is a 100% established fact. She is the primary driver in our relationship. Which is crazy for me because I do enjoy driving. Very much so. Um, Number two, this was discussed with my wife. We do not have a – we don't have any – like, we have a very good communication uh, in our relationship, very good communication in our relationship. And we talked about this. And – what the plan was, she would drive in. Yep. What I offered was, and this was not represented at all in Mr. Gibbs' statement. Sure. What I offered was, I got her, as well as Vince and his lovely bride, three sweet tickets to the game. Okay. And an my inducement. offer was, I will drive home with you. If you stay for the game, and by the way, the home is always the worst part of any road trip, I would add. Driving somewhere, you're excited. There's anticipation. No, there's anticipation. Sometimes it goes faster on the way home. It takes. Sometimes it feels like it takes forever to get somewhere. It feels like. But you're going to something. You're going to an event. And sometimes I'm just as excited to get home. Okay, fair enough. But so I had offered. You did offer like the combine. Mr. Zagura did. (laughs) Yeah, did offer to drive home with Miss. Yes. Yeah. And did you in fact drive home with Miss? She did not even want to stay for the game. She did not want to drive during the dark, and so she left. In the morning after I got on the bus, we had a lovely time. At no point did my wife say anything, disagree with anything that happened. We were always on 100% did the same page. Did you offer to drive over there with her? It came up briefly, and she's like, you should fly there, so you're there with the team. Like, this is the last road game that you have to fly to. Yeah. You should be there on the plane. She's a good woman and thorough. Yeah. All right. I, I think there's one piece of evidence here. Um, that I'd like to bring to the attention of the court. And as the judge, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I have witnessed firsthand uh, to your further or previous point about the abilities of the vehicle of which you own. I have witnessed the following statement said from Miss K. I like to drive it. It's cool that it can do that, but I actually have fun driving it. Yeah. So in this instance, Wait, which vehicle are we talking about? She, Mr. Took, she took her car. She didn't have to. Either, but, the, but the point is, in the other one, when, it when you don't necessarily have, have to, to, she chooses to. Chooses. Which leads the court to believe that Miss K loves to drive. And that's a pretty cool drive in temperate climate through Pittsburgh and Washington. And quite frankly, the court is surprised that there was no mention that weather was not any factor in this drive. It's a beautiful day to go for a drive. And I, too, like to drive. The court Sometimes. rules in favor of Mr. Zagura. I like to drive to every place but Indy. Uh, what are the damages? This is a, this is, it's I written. Think, listen, that's, it's written. Civil, that's civil litigation now. Is that I, I just libel? handle this. Is that libel when it's written? You'll have to speak to another judge on that matter. I just handle. The appeal will be heard. Appeal will go I, ahead. I, I, I feel There's like nothing to appeal. No, it's known. Like, it's done. You're representing the someone who doesn't want job. to be the represented. Court's, the court's wishes have been made known. Mr. Gibby, and please go and continue back. Um, where you, What are you doing, bird law or whatever you're doing, like the guy from Always Sunny? <laughs> Wasn't Charlie from Always Sunny? Did he do bird law? <laughs> you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Well, there's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milk Bones, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Time to revisit the 2022 Steelers. They are 8-8 eight and eight on the season. Somehow, they are third in the AFC North, uh, a spot ahead of us, remaining in the hunt for the final AFC wildcard spot I, in a million years. I didn't see it. Like, I, yeah. I get it. I understand it. Well aware of the history. But the notion that this team would have this at stake going into Week 17, I never would have guessed. It felt like this was forever a rebuilding year. This would be it. Beat the Ravens on Sunday night. I did see that one coming. Uh, head coach Mike Tomlin in his 16th season. He is 162-93-2 and 93 and two all-time. Never finished below 500. Insane. Obviously, that works out to 10 wins a year for 16 seasons. Yeah, good, pretty good. Grief. It's a good average if you can get it. Uh, this is a team that's won four of their last five games. In fact, those were the four games started and finished by Kenny Pickett. He has won four straight starts. Um, it's not the numbers aren't crazy. They're not going to sixty four percent for the year. Six touchdowns, nine picks, seventy six point five rating. However, the last seven games, four touchdowns, only one pick, and he's won the last four full games. Back-to-back game-winning drives and fourth-quarter comebacks on the season. He has four game-winning drives, three fourth-quarter comebacks, so he has been very clutch for them. Real uh, quick on him. Yeah. He, he, you watch him play, and there's nothing that you think is special. And yeah. then he made two throws in the game against Baltimore. The throw in the tiniest of window on the end, it's a it's That was a, a very post. good throw. That's a baller throw. And then the ad-lib to Najee where Najee makes a catch. And I'm not even sure he was throwing that to Najee. Because I'm not sure either. It looked but, like the receiver was what he was looking at. And I mean, it was Najee there, just but snared it. Snagged it. Yeah. But it's a huge play. It's a huge play. And the touchdown to Pickens yeah. the week before to beat Las Vegas was a huge play. So they have belief in him right now. Um, they still have a good receiving core, even though they have not – really done much three people over 700 yards for them led by Deontay Johnson 84 catches 844 yards not a single touchdown on the season for Deontay Johnson uh second is Fryermuth, the tight end 63 732 and two touchdowns and third is the rookie Pickens 49 729 and three touchdowns which ties for the team lead Najee has three receiving touchdowns as well uh Najee Harris 954 yards rushing 219 receiving nine total touchdowns and coming off of last week which was his first 100 yard rushing game of the season he had 111 against Baltimore making him the first player to run for 100 against the Baltimore Ravens this season um veteran line up front in terms of guys that have they've started and played well Dan Moore their left tackle though he's given up six sacks this season uh, that is the most on the team their interior is pretty good Dotson and James Daniels Daniels hasn't allowed a single sack this year uh, but that's who they are they're going to get out they're going to run the football Jalen Warren their undrafted free agent of Oklahoma State averaging nearly five yards a carry for the season last week had 12 rushes for 76 three for 22 98 total yards a season high for him but it's a team that's going to win more often than not because of their defense and the defense is 14th overall been very tough against the run seventh overall turnover differential they are plus three um they don't throw a lot of touchdowns Pickett, as i said has six they have 11 as a team that's the lowest in the league 6.14 yards per pass attempt for Pickett. that is the lowest among all starting quarterbacks um but defensively they're good alex smith 12 sacks five forced fumbles tj watt Minka Fitzpatrick leads the NFL with six picks. Both of their corners have three picks. Um, so they're a handful. They are a tough team to deal with. Yeah, they, they really are. It's 
and it's a lot of like the their parts don't equal the sum, but they have a standard. They play to it. They lead the overall series seventy nine sixty two and one. We beat them on September twenty second, all the way back in week three, and the chance yep. to sweep for the first time since nineteen eighty eight. Um, the Steelers could make the playoffs with a win and losses by New England and Miami. Uh, New England is at Buffalo. Uh, Miami is home to the Jets, but we have no idea who Miami is being quarterback. Your quarterback, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater can't grip a football yet. Uh, is it just amazing? This was week three of this season. So the last time we played, Jacoby Brissett was our quarterback, 21-31, 222 touchdowns. Chubb, he's still here, 23 rushes, 113 yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt, 61 total yards, which would be at this point season feel pretty noteworthy. Amari, Amari, 7 for 101 and a touchdown. Njoku, 9 for 89 and a touchdown. And DPJ, 1 for 10. And that was really a breakout game, if you remember, for David Njoku. The first two weeks had not done much. They didn't have Watt. Highsmith had a one and a half sack. Ogunjobi had his only half sack of the season. Their leading tacklers were Jack and Bush, who had 12 and 11, respectively. Bush has been benched since then. Miles mm-hmm. Jack battling an injury right now and didn't play much at all last week. And then for them, it was Mitch Trubisky, 20 of 32, 207 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. He ran for a touchdown in that one. Uh, for our team, how about Jacob Phillips and Anthony Walker Jr. in that oh, game combined for 13 tackles, two tackles for loss, our only sack in a pass defense. Obviously, they aren't playing. Um, it was a huge game for us because you just lost the to week the Jets. before to the Jets in the most yep. heartbreaking fashion. Yep, and it felt like you you know, God, we should have been three and zero. Yeah, is the you don't is say the way that that goes. Uh, all right, one thought from every game on Sunday coming up next. You'll see Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bet coming soon to Ohio on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the NFL. Join the Brown season ticket member waitlist today. Best chance at securing tickets for home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot today. Do you guys think Lamar Jackson is ever going to play for Baltimore again this season or ever? Is that a fair question now? I think it's possible that he plays in the playoffs this season. I do not think he will be a Baltimore Raven next season. It does feel like we're headed there, doesn't it? It sure does. out of practice again today. Yeah. Hasn't played in, what, a month and a half? When's the last time he played? This will be game number five, five. I believe he's missed. Mm -hmm. Fifth game. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It does feel like it's headed Meanwhile, everybody, if you have nothing to play for – you, you are resting, guys. Fields out for Chicago Sunday. Smart. Um, for them. Yeah. Oh, baby. I mean, we already said Sam Howell's going to start for the Commanders. Well, we've lived those games. We know what that's like. Yep. Um, he'll for, – for Fields, though, if they were to lose, would they have the number one pick and Houston were to win? I think Houston has a game on them on Chicago. Houston has to lose, and they have to lose, and Chicago will have Thank the number you, one pick. So Houston has to win, you mean, right, Nick? Uh, yeah, Houston has to win. I'm sorry. Houston wins. Chicago and loses. Houston plays Indy? I mean, that's possible. I'm guessing, right, because the Jags play the Titans. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's Houston really cannot allow to not draft Bryce Young, right? Like they cannot, Well, does it matter if Chicago gets the first pick? Because then you well, want somebody trades for it. Sure, yeah. Now they could put it up for auction and get three ones to pick young number one overall. You get so, all your draft picks back. Yeah. yeah. So, no, you totally. have to make damn sure you pick one so you get the quarterback you want, provided that that's young. 
All right, one thought from every game Sunday, sponsored by Taco Bell's Football Feast Meals. During the 2022 regular season, fans can head to the local Cleveland area Taco Bell. Pick up a Football Feast Meal. Includes a Chalupa Supreme, a beefy five-layer burrito, a cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. After 9 o'clock, the box is only 5 bucks. Jeez. You can't what go a win. I mean, that's the gift that keeps on giving. Value. Uh, can you say value. value? Big value. Shout out to them, huge, by the way, yesterday. Huge value. Little Victory Tuesday. Huge. They brought us some snacks at about uh, 2, 3 o'clock. Wasn't I here yesterday? Yeah. It was for the uh, building. It was on the other side of the building. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Nice but, that we got it. I had yeah. taken a taco. Love oh. a taco. Who doesn't love a taco? Dude, who doesn't? Many different flavor tacos, tacos that I like. I could live in a world where all I ate were tacos and dumplings. And prime rib. There you go. There we go. All right, let's go on week 17 in the National Football League, and it starts Sunday night. The Squealers, 16, Ravens, 13. Bishop, one thought from you. Yeah, just you hate – I mean, you feel dirty doing it, but you just they just have incredible culture and belief and standard, and they have all of it. Makes you sick because you're envious of it. Uh, they have no business being eight and eight, none. No, and yet they are. And with it's not that impossible for them to get in the playoffs. Like them and Green Bay both left for dead. Green Bay is very likely to make the postseason, and Pittsburgh doesn't need that much improbable help to get there. Ayahuasca's worn off, and now they're cooking with gas over there. Uh, for this one, it's Lamar Jackson. Is I think you could make the case that he's the MVP of the league. And by I say that as the most valuable player to his team, they are 10 points a game different without him through the course of his career. And that includes the beginning of his career when he was not scoring a lot of points. So if you think about it, if you were yeah, to kind of isolate that one, yeah. first season, he is worth so many points to his team. Their offense is non-existent without him. Yeah, It's wild to watch. I mean, they are, they are not good. Steelers aren't good either. Uh, but they get it done, to your point. Kenny Pickett, by the way, three fourth quarter comebacks this year, most by a rookie quarterback since Gardner Minshew in 2000. Minshew mania. So doesn't mm. necessarily mean you get to start for the rest of your career, although he was a first-round pick and Minshew was not. No. So just a heads up regarding the, the, the playoff picture here. Uh, the Jags-Titans play on Saturday. If the Jags win, uh, win they win the AFC South. If they lose on Saturday, they can still get the wild card, but need help from the Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers to all lose on Sunday. Titans, if they win, they win the AFC South. If they lose or tie, they're eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, Patriots, if they win, they're in as the wild card. Dolphins beat the Jets on Sunday. Bills beat the Patriots. The Dolphins will be the final wild card. And then the Steelers need the Dolphins and Pats to both lose, and they need to beat the Browns, That's which right. is not going to happen. That's so right. congratulations on your season, Pittsburgh. Uh, late games, Packers 41, Vikings 17. Zagura. The Vikings have are 11 and 0 in one score games. When they lose, they get absolutely blasted. And in this case, they were absolutely blasted. I got to tell you, as somebody who has Justin Jefferson in fantasy, I did not like how this went down. I thought it was nuts that Jair Alexander would talk like that about yep. Justin Jefferson. And then they obviously went out and they shut him down. It was a complete beating. Um, it was outrageous. 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 They and the Packers look good. The Vikings are a team that can, I think, win any game if they're 
clicking. Yeah. But if Cousins gets rattled, they can get blasted in any game. And their We've defense that, sucks. And their defense sucks. We've seen them get blasted twice. Yeah, yeah their defense is really bad. Uh, I don't think they're a team of consequence. I think Green Bay is a more team of consequence in the postseason. Green Bay, I had them in the Super Bowl, baby. Yeah. We're back. You're back. We're back, Mortimer. We're back. They're uh, back in the mix. They got to deal with the Niners. They that's going to be tough. Deal with I, the Eagles. Can you believe that's, that's, that's going to be it? It's going to be them and the Niners in the first round? That's it's, brutal. It's brutal. That's Not so brutal. great. No. No. Not at all. Uh, up next, 49ers 37, Raiders 34 in overtime. Well, was Fish McDaniel it. right about Stidham? Stidham played really well. Three touchdowns, threw for ton of yards. He was good in the game. The Niners hung on and eventually won. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, that's going to be interesting because they acquired Adams this offseason. Everything was, hey, let's go win now. And now it looks like they're going to start over with McDaniels in charge of that rebuild or what? what that looks like. Yeah. And by the way, Adams was monstrous. I know Mark Monaco had him, played against him in the uh, fantasy championship. He was a monster. Did you, did you officially lose that, by the way? It's it's I didn't want to bring this up because who wants to hear about fantasy that was impacted by what happened on Monday night? But gotcha. it's it, it it is a the longest of long shots. If that game went on, Gabe Davis would have had to outscore Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Yeah. So you would have needed an injury, but injuries as we know happen in the NFL or Davis did have one of those games where he catches too long. Steve Belichick walking through the building. Two long <laughs> touchdowns. So most likely, Am I wrong? yes. No. Most likely, yes. So we're trying to figure out what to do with that as a, as a league right now, and I think a lot of fantasy leagues are. If they play the game, you count those stats. If they don't, you put Week 18 they play stats the game, into you this count one. Them, and but I think it's. If not, do you just chop it right there? Because that wouldn't be fair. If no, right now it's all zeroed out, so we would win, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So we can't. We don't. There's no scenario in my mind in which we win unless they play this game out and something crazy happens to Gabe Davis. But then the thing goes forward is that like. If they played this game, let's say they, the scenario we talked about, where they play week 18, they decide, oh, for seeding, we need to know what happened in this game, so we're going to bump the playoffs back a week. They play that one game in week 19. Who knows, like, if somebody gets up early, if they pull people. Like, yeah, it's, it's not a totally a, different. It's a totally different game, yeah. so I don't know. In my mind, the mega powers have won, but we'll see. My partner does not agree with that statement. Shocker. Is it S? Vince Cotty. Oh, I thought it was S. And I'm he, like, what Vince do you mean? Is like, not... No, I'm like, what do you mean? It's a, it's a, it's He's it, the waffle. Come on. Come on. It's, it's not Come that on. serious. Go like, get your jump shot back, Vince. Yeah. Ooh. He's got to get that jump shot back. Flamethrower. Tighten that thing up. Um, Seahawks 23, Jets 6. Seahawks are in, right? Are they in? No, they're not in. They're not in? No, no. no. Green Bay wins. They're in. Seattle's out and if Detroit, Green Bay wins. What about if Detroit wins? If Detroit wins and Seattle wins, Seattle's in. So this is from it's Pro Football Talk this morning, and I didn't think they were in either because ESPN on their rankings doesn't have them in. Seahawks are in currently, but if they both win due to conference record, Green Bay goes, Green in. Bay goes in. Seattle only goes in if they go in, but they need Detroit to beat Green Bay. Right, That's which is – deal. Hold on, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm – this is the thing that I don't understand then about what they did from a schedule perspective. And I might have it wrong, but I don't think that I do. Oh, no. they So, the Packers. Well, who do the Seahawks play this week? Ram it. Okay, so the Packers are. Yeah, this is my point. The Packers are at night. The Rams-Seahawks are at 425. Well, because If the Seahawks win that game, the Lions are thus eliminated. Right. But you'd still take Rodgers over 
The only other one that they could have taken was Tennessee and Jacksonville. Yeah. That was the one that had for sure. Yeah. And you just take Packers and Rodgers over that. It's just yeah. better. But, yeah. No, that part's true. Okay. Um, Seahawks 23, Jets 6, Zagura. Needed to win. Choose games here. Needed to win. I thought it was a fun matchup actually getting to watch some of when you got it. DK Metcalf and Sauce Gardner kind of battling yeah. back and forth. I thought that was good. Um, but, you know, Mike White did not look sharp in his return. And the Jets, I think, have a lot of pieces in place. And that's a team that feels like if you can drop a very good quarterback into it, could Carr. become very good very quickly. Lamar, Carr. Lamar, I just don't know. You have so much invested in receivers, but Lamar's never had receivers like that. That's the one thing we've never no, seen. What if Lamar know. had Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, and Corey Davis? Yeah. And Brees Hall, who, he will, who will be back next year. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get down to a little rapid fire here. Uh, Bo, Tampa Bay 30, Carolina 24 to win the NFC Well, South. this is what the entire NFC was fearful of, was Brady throwing for 400 yards and touchdowns. Still here, right? kids. So he's still around, and they still Mike have Mike Evans. Evans. They still have Godwin. They still have Brady. Yeah, look, they play right now. They play Dallas in round one. I mean, I'm not that crazy confident in Dallas over Brady. No, not I at all. Know what Dallas team's going to show up on a week to week? No, versus. you don't. So yeah, this is that's a big development. But I think you needed to see them him play well, and you did. Zagura, one thought from you: Patriots twenty-three, Dolphins twenty-one. Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer. That's my comment from the game before. Yeah, and I will go on to this one. That Kyle Duggar is a playmaker. Yeah, I remember him from the draft too. Talking about he had a touchdown. There. He had a pick six against us in New England a year ago. Yeah. His pick six totally changed this game down in Miami. Uh, he he's a play. He's he's a player of great consequence. From I believe. Lenore Ryan. I think you have that right. Yeah. I just remember Dane saying Kyle Duggar, Lenore Ryan. I remember that. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. All right. One final thought real quick from both of you in about 60 seconds. Saints 20, Eagles 10. I don't know what's going on in Philly. It's I know it's Minshew, but it's I mean. Minshew. Right. But I mean, he's been more than capable before. Sure. This was a, this was the most shocking result of the weekend for me. I was so emphatic that they would take care of their business and get right back on it. And now they're making this – now they've got a game on their hands. They have to win. them and Dallas. They've got to win now uh, to get the one seed. And they've been the one the whole time. They've lost momentum here in the last month of the season. Remember, I was always wondering, are they? Are, are they, they for real? Are you they did. for real? Um, I guess we'll, we'll find out. I guess we will find out. Uh, yeah, I have a stunning loss that sets up something that is now – has consequence that perhaps didn't earlier. So they they play the Giants, right? They've yeah. got to beat the Giants, yes. who are also in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they can affect their seeding or not, but the Giants are in. But that just becomes – you didn't want to have to do no, that. No, no, of course not. No. One other quick one, probably the most heartbreaking loss of the last two weeks was Detroit somehow getting bombed at Carolina. Like they bombed Chicago. They would have won eight in a row. They would be in the playoffs. Man, they'd be in. Man. The and they lost they to Carolina. Goff's been pretty darn good for them, by the he way. He has been. But, like, how do they score 40 every week and then they play Carolina and they can't? How did the Bears not move the ball on them? Like, forget I that they know. lost, but they yeah, were they couldn't do anything. Nothing. I have no idea. Uh, so much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Iowa on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And catch the Browns preview show tonight from 7 to 8 on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns radio network. Joel Batonio and the voice Mm. of the Browns, Jim Donovan, join Ken and Gerard on the program tonight. You have that to look forward to, which is nice. Which is lovely. Preview show, coaches show tomorrow. 
season finale on that's Sunday. Something. It's wild. It's amazing it how fast it can and time seem like it goes, but it was also a very long season. It's like this. Yeah. It goes like this. You hop on a treadmill in late July, and you get off it in January, and you go, what just happened? What? Oh, season. Yeah. That's what happened. Next level coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Clue the Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.